I've never woken up so tired in my life. <laughs> A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this is our spoiler cast for Fox's Logan. It's here. Woo. Rated first... R for spoilers. Or rated S for spoilers. <laughs> rated S for spoilers. R for spoilers. Whatever you want to rate it. R for pirates. Is that, <laughs> is that a bad joke? We'll go with that. Um, so this is our first live action comic book movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Lego Batman. And I think that kicked off. I think that's a great comic book movie slash superhero movie. But I think this is the first live action one that really, I guess, quote unquote counts. I, I don't yeah, know. I mean, the first one to come from a long-standing franchise, that's for sure. I mean, you could argue that Lego Batman uh, came off the tails of the Lego movie, but not exactly a superhero movie per se. So, yeah, we've been looking out this for this one for a long time. Um, uh, we uh, reported about this movie for the last you know, year or so on this podcast, so it's kind of cool to kind of see it finally uh, come to fruition, but also a little a little sad because it is indeed uh, Hugh Jackman's last portrayal as Wolverine, I guess at least over at Fox Studios. I mean, I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure, but it, I, it's the end seemed pretty definitive to me. Yes, and if you didn't figure it out, there will be spoilers, so we can talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the end of this movie does feel... A little bit definitive, but at the same time, it's at the end of a really obscure timeline that we don't know where it connects to, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, I guess we kind of know where it connects to, but like it's it's not a... I don't know. If they wanted to bring him back in somewhere else, <laughs> they've already introduced time travel once. Um, Cable will be a time-traveling mutant later. Um, they could definitely do it at any given time if they needed to slash wanted to. Yeah, I just honestly I feel if if you bring back I guess Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, it's just gonna undercut everything that they did in this movie. So mm-hmm. I think if you're gonna bring back the character Wolverine, give it as much time as possible until like I don't know maybe your lawyers are a little afraid of maybe losing the character somehow, and then bring him back as like a brand new uh, fresh uh, actor taking up the role. Hopefully maybe with a whole new rebooted uh, X Men. Uh, with some uh, decent directors. Uh, but I, I guess before we really get into it, in, in case nobody caught our regular news episode where we kind of gave a spoiler-free review of the movie, uh, Chris, uh, real quick, wh- so w- what was your opinion on this movie? Um, so I think this is, a, this is a good movie. Don't get me wrong. This is a good movie. <laughs> I like it. I don't love it. I'm not in love with this movie like everybody else is. Um, I, I might go see it a second time, but I don't feel the draw to see it a second time. Um, and I, I just can't bite onto it because again, I, I want, I want to agree with everyone when they say they love it and this is the best one ever, but I I can't do it because I, I still have to be, um, subjective on this movie Mm -hmm. or I guess objective on this, not subjective and my feelings based on, is this really the last performance by some of these characters, not just Hugh Jackman, but also, you know Patrick Stewart saying he's bowing out as well mm-hmm. uh, from these movies. So I I think it is a good movie. It is a 
very well done movie. A, a, one of the top echelons of the X-Men movies, you know, um, because there are low lows and there are high highs. Uh, but I just, I think it's just a, a good movie, not a great definitive movie. So, mm-hmm. Well, I think I ended up having an overall better opinion of this movie than you did. But as I said in our regular news episode, uh, I'm not as big of a fan as X-Men First Class as uh, you were, so automatically this kind of just rises a little bit more to the top for me. But I thought this was a really uh, great movie. Uh, It's just really awesome to see uh, uh, Wolverine, Logan, Hugh Jackman finally in the rated R space, I think, where he's always belonged. I mean, how, I mean, how brutal and awesome was it to see him really sink mm-hmm. those claws in the people? Wow! I mean, it just goes to show you how crazy of a of a of a of a character arc he's gone through, of just like at the end of his life he has seen like so much pain and so much destruction. Yeah, he is kind of messed up. He doesn't. It's kind of hard for him to care about people. So yeah, I just really, I just really enjoyed the movie. Um, like I haven't seen a lot of the the original X Men movies in a long time, but I did like Days of Future Past. I did not like Apocalypse at all. Mm-hmm. So um, it's almost just kind of like when you're comparing this, I guess, to the X Men universe, uh, it's 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 gonna fare pretty well. But you know, when I if I try to match it up against like Deadpool or maybe other Marvel movies or something like that. I just kind of love the standalone statement and story that it made. Uh, it was just really enjoyable. And uh, I was looking forward to the spoiler cast because I said my favorite thing about this movie is kind of the the subtlety and uh, the restraint that they showed in this movie. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump to it since it's a spoiler cast. I mean, definitively killing off Wolverine at the end of the movie and not doing the trope that I think everybody was expecting was his grave is covered in rocks. I mean, who out there in the theater didn't think at that last frame of the movie we were going to see maybe a rock shake or something like that? So, oh, there could be a hint that he's still alive. So, oh, man, I, I, I really appreciated that, even though it did kind of just make my heart sink a little bit that, oh, wow, yeah, they're done. They're they're closing this door. Chapter over. Uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is done. He is just definitively dead and then also on top of that killing off Xavier in in his bed while he was kind of uh, mentally kind of withering away that was emotional too so really pulling at your heartstrings through this movie and I, I can commend him for that because uh, I was saying earlier, you know, if we didn't have Deadpool out there in the universe, if Fox didn't have that kind of moneymaker, what would have Logan ended up being? Uh, I felt like they would have had maybe a lot more of an open-ended ending so they could kind of uh, continue it into maybe a stronger series. You know, uh, this movie's kind of all about clones and his DNA. You know, I definitely could have seen him maybe being cloned off into maybe a, a slightly older character or something. Something like that, maybe. Uh, what is it? is Deacon his son? But uh, that's actually oh, through oh, De- uh, Deacon or Deacon. But that's actually through like um, uh, having, uh, I guess, uh, relations with a woman. So maybe they could have found a way to spin that around. I think that's what it was from. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I think there's other things that they could have done. So I like the restraint that they showed in this movie because that's definitely something Fox has not had in the past. So I really enjoyed it. So I love the standalone story. I love how it felt like I was actually watching a comic book trade. Uh, But 
yeah, I could kind of agree with you a little bit where I, I wouldn't say it's my overall favorite superhero movie of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels a little bit like a, a Western. I kind of love the, I love near future stuff. I like watching movies that are just kind of just set into the future just a little bit. So we just to see, get to see a hint of the future, but not all of it. But, um, and then I, I also just love the subtlety of, of the backstory. Like you said before, we don't really know where to put this in the timeline. Um, we don't know if it's part of we don't know if this is days of future past wolverine we don't know if this is maybe just a whole nother different universe or what's going on here so i don't really know what to think uh but uh, man i think we can both agree that uh, hugh jackman this was the the best the, his best outing as as wolverine ever yeah i <laughs> I can't. I, I don't think so. I, I watched Man, Origins I just, and I the just Wolverine. Can't, I just can't get you on the same page. As no, I, I, no not, <laughs> not in this movie. I, I refuse to budge. Um, because I didn't feel those heartstring moments in this. Because I think, yes, without X-23, this could have been a great movie. Um, I think I think X-23 is a great character. But they have the father-son dynamic between Logan and Xavier. And then the father-daughter dynamic. And that never came to f- true fruition. Um, the ending happening happened way too fast. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck happened in that last like 10 minutes. Um, no matter how hard I try to think on it, because this, they they built up the Xander Rice character, like the doctor who made this X 24 clone of Wolverine. Uh, Ah, that, that makes me even more upset to be honest with you. Um, this is essentially Wolverine origins and the Wolverine combined. This is the same two stories from those two retold in together in the future uh if you you really sit and think about it because the point of origins is to get the mutant dna and control the mutants and that's x24's point of view and x23 and then the the wolverine is essentially wolverine doesn't have his healing factor anymore and he's dying throughout the whole thing Mm -hmm. so you combine those together and you get logan in my book which i think is actually it's not a good story it it could have been a great story but i feel uh there are, there's too much or too little going on for me to really even care about some of the characters that we're supposed to care about. So um, I can I'll, I'll disagree and agree on uh, on one thing here. So I can I'll, I'll definitely agree with you here that the the full on clone of Wolverine that I guess was kind of half robot or maybe they just put a computer chip mm-hmm. camera in his eye. I wasn't a big fan of that. I thought um, having a, a, a I guess a big bad villain that was also kind of a mutant powered would have been a fun opportunity opportunity to maybe bring in a, a new mutant that we haven't seen in any of the x-men movies you know um, it did feel a little bit too much like an allegory or what? symbolism like oh let's have him literally fight him himself yeah stronger but like what if, it, it, what if it, they it did saber tooth what if they did saber tooth from origins like, yeah i or, think or like maybe like awesome. or like omega red or something like that like i was just kind of hoping the reveal of this big monster that they they've kind of built up when he kind of finally came out of his cage uh maybe it, it wouldn't have been just uh hugh jackman just maybe de-aged a little <laughs> bit so i can i can agree with you that i think that's a place maybe where they could have played a little bit more and kind of brought in something fun and exciting maybe some sort of really crazy design for a creature or, or something because they did they just built it up quite a bit and it just ended up being hugh jackman with just better better facial hair and a little <laughs> less wrinkles Short, <laughs> shorter shorter hair a buzz haircut yeah fighting so i can himself. agree with that but i i I really, I really enjoyed the story because they kind of set it up to where he 
at the beginning of the movie where he's just kind of lost all hope. I mean, all of his friends have died and they were all killed by Professor X, who he's trying to basically, you know, he's respect and love for all of these years for kind of uh, really uh, leaning into to Logan's life and, you know, being a friend. So he's also trying to be a friend, but, you know, also kind of struggling with the fact that all he saw basically all of the X-Men die back at Xavier's mansion when he guess had mm-hmm. his quote unquote first seizure. So, you know, he's just kind of lost and wandering around the Southwest with not really much, you know, going on. So I kind of like that this was story was just kind of him trying to find purpose finally, you know, uh, trying just to, to reconnect with the hero that he once was in the past. So I don't know. I really, I really like that part of the story. So I, I can, I can get on board with that for sure. But yeah, I, I can agree with you. The, the clone part, maybe not my, not my favorite. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, the Xander Rice, he, he's like, I'm going to tell you about all this stuff that I have. I have a history with you. And then he just gets shot in the head in the middle of his sentence. I, I, that character who we all thought was going to be, um, Mr. Sinister, I felt that was kind of weak. Like why even bring him in? I guess. I mean, the guy with the robot hand, uh, I can't think of his character's name off the top of my head. Uh, either way, you know, what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. The robot hand. I liked him. I thought he was fun. I thought he was a great villain. Like, he was fun in there. Um, yeah, it was cool, and the the mechanical hand was uh, kind of cool to look at. Um, uh, I believe his name name was Pierce, maybe. Uh, yeah, Donald I, Pierce. There we go. Yeah, so yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, I can I can kind of agree. The uh, they can't quite escape all the superhero tropes, I guess, of the villain at the very end, kind of revealing his whole secret plan. Uh, so uh, we, we've seen that before, but it is kind of interesting to see uh, Wolverine, who kind of at his core can kind of just be animalistic, I, I guess, especially when you're trying to protect uh, someone that is basically your child, you know, basically re- resort to a gun to kill somebody off. You know, he's kind of exhausted his body to a point where he has to rely on these uh-huh. guns where he specifically said he doesn't like guns at the very uh, beginning of the movie. So, uh, th- that was surprising, so that could be kind of hard to follow if you're definitely not expecting that. But uh, I-, I think it kind of fit within the the tone of the movie overall. But um, wh- so wh- while so we're talking, I- while we're in that yeah. part of the movie, real quick before we jump on the next one, I think it's funny that they're like, "Don't let them cross the border." This imaginary borderline that we don't see in this movie—that's um, the limit of the, like where this bad company will go. We won't cross borders, guys, but we will experiment on children and kill them but we will not cross this, yeah, this invisible I'm, borderline here. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is kind of, I guess, uh, uh, not pun intended, the, the line that, they, that they're that they kind of toting with the subtlety of the movie, where it's just like, I, they're just, I guess they're banking on maybe the audience not really too concerned on what's on the other side of the border. You know, I think you just kind of assume, oh, if they make it to the other side of the border, they'll be okay. I guess they were guaranteed safe passage, but I don't know exactly what that means. And I don't even really entirely know how close they were to the border at the in the very last scene of the movie. I would assume it was it was close, but you know, I guess maybe if they showed up, maybe at the Canadian border with all that military stuff, maybe there would be some guard towers there. I'm, I'm not entirely, I'm not entirely sure, but I guess they mm-hmm. can't follow them to the ends of the earth, you know. I get well, they follow them from Mexico, so I, I don't know. I, I like maybe it's maybe it's the last act in in the end that that really just got to me, and and 
didn't make the rest of the movie feel good because I love the locales. I love you know that you know they have to stay off the center, the road trip kind of feel to it. Uh-huh. Um, again, the viscerality of Logan's, I guess, feral rage when he does go into it. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I cheered and was like, yeah, whenever he cut someone's hands off or their whole head. <laughs> like, they do not pull any punches whenever they do pull or whenever they do go full. Oh, full yeah. Out, so. I think the, I think one of the most memorable scenes uh, is that um, – I guess it wasn't Vegas. It was just was it Omaha or it was some some sort of casino town where mm-hmm. Charles has his uh, seizure and uh, ends up in, uh, uh, affecting the entire hotel. And as he slowly works his way into the room, he's just like as these uh, I guess uh, thugs are looking him in the eye and are powerless to move. He's just ramming the claws literally through their faces, <laughs> through their chins, through the side of their heads. It's just it's just brutal. So it it would be it would be amazing if we could just go back and just add all that stuff into the previous X Men movies. Maybe it would be enough to save some of them. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, they did, they I, earned I, the R rating. That's what I'm saying. They they, yeah. they earned it well. Yeah, they definitely earned it. But so it, it, it was interesting. I, I'm surprised that. So were you not a big fan of X twenty three slash Laura, or did you just not want her maybe in the movie? So I I know I do like her and I think I think her I don't I, the, the way they they didn't balance the dynamic enough for me maybe that's what it is I did like her and then by the, like she was very well done and I guess maybe when she started talking I think maybe I lost a little bit but I I feel maybe the Wolverine character didn't like the connection between her and Wolverine didn't fully uh, I guess complete before he died but they wanted you to feel like it was complete and to me i didn't buy it just yet um so so i think i can meet you slightly halfway there where i I still really liked her in the movie uh i i thought the relationship was was really good up until the point at the very end where she said uh uh daddy just Mm -hmm. because it, it did feel like maybe it wasn't quite earned just for right. her because like he he was indeed a protector and uh bringing her all the way to the very end so he was indeed being the superhero that he was at his heart to, to get all these children safely to the border but I, it never I, I i don't know i guess i didn't really feel too many of those fatherly daughterly moments there um so it it, it did seem a little bit um manipulative to say like a daddy when Wolverine died since you didn't even really know him that long maybe it would it would have been slightly different if we had known she had always known he was his dad maybe from the very beginning like maybe uh-huh. those self maybe those cell phone videos that we got to see of the facility maybe uh we saw that she was told stories that you know oh she was created from the most powerful x-men of all time so maybe she needs to work and be even more powerful because she has great potential so i don't know but i thought her character was really great and i thought it was really smart to leave her silent for most of the movie yes because i think as we can tell from a from a show like stranger things is when you make these like badass little girls silent it makes them even more terrifying so she was awesome and brutal and you know we keep coming back kind of to the radar nature of this movie but i mean how many movies have you seen where like a little kid has a harpoon shot through them i mean you can't do that in any other movie unless you know that kid is quote unquote going to be safe so that was just 
just crazy <laughs> seeing this ferocious little animal with like with claws on every limb like getting harpooned and just like she rips it out i was like holy crap what am i watching here this is awesome so and she, really she cool. did throw a decapitated head at the group of reavers yes exactly so, uh, so once she did that i'm like oh yeah. Oh, they're so, they're not gonna stop with her. Like, this yeah. Is it. So so it was really smart making her basically all powerful at the very beginning, and kind of more of her growth was to kind of be um, a little bit not, more focused by the end of the movie, a little bit more restrained. Yeah. Well, I mean, not to succumb to her anger at every whim, because she would have killed the gas station attendant. Uh, oh yeah. Had Wolverine not been there, so I think, I mean, he, I guess he does give her that a little bit, but I, you're right, it didn't feel earned by the end of the movie yet. Like I, yeah, I, I feel like they were they were a little bit closer to me than it was to you, but you know, the, obviously the movie, I, the movie never felt long, but it's not like they just have unlimited amount of time. This almost seems like the perfect thing that would have been awesome. Uh, on like Netflix or like uh, a limited series or something like that. If they could have kind of made hour long episodes of that, I would have loved to see how they would have connected over that time. But obviously, you know, uh, I don't always get what I want, but (laughs) I thought, you know, that would have been a great way to send it out to, uh, but okay. So there's, there's one thing that I want, I I really wanted to talk to you about with this this movie is why do we think Wolverine is sick? Because I got to see this movie um, uh, not only with my wife, but also alongside a friend of the show, Quentin Parker, who is a huge Wolverine fan. He knows a lot about his history, his origin. He's, he's read a lot of deep cuts of Wolverine stuff. And we kind of came to the conclusion that when you're looking, at, I guess, at this specific Wolverine, you know, you can't exactly look at his past of X-Men movies and kind of determine all of his powers off of that. And you can't quite look to the comic books because he's essentially never really died in the comic books necessarily. Um, so we're just, we were kind of trying to figure out, well, why is this version of Wolverine sick? You know, you know, obviously Hugh Jackman is aging. You can't look perpetually young for these films, but we were just, you know, why do you think he was aging and his claws wouldn't come out all the way? You know, what's your interpretation on that? So there is a story from the 90s. Uh, you may be familiar with it when Magneto rips all the adamantium out of Wolverine's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of ties into origins a little bit here is that the adamantium is poisoning him. Um, it's actually like his, heal- his healing factor is the only thing that makes him capable of surviving the adamantium process mm-hmm. and having that wrapped around his bones because it's essentially poisoning his body. And um, combined with Xander Rice's poisoning of the foods to control the mutant gene might have like lowered his resist his healing factor resistance to this uh, in the 90s comic when they pulled the adamantium out of him uh apparently his healing factor was like it's like 100 times more powerful when he does not have the adamantium in his body mm-hmm. uh, because the whole time is fighting the adamantium to keep him healthy so you so- think that's maybe what's going on in this movie yeah, and, and, and there are also lines in the movie that kind of give me that impression. Impression. He's like, "You, uh, your dad put this in me, and it's poisoning me. Like, the things in me is poisoning me, kind of thing." Yeah. So, you know, when I tried to figure this out, because this is kind of the subtlety part where I, where the movie 
uh, comes in where I kind of like it a little bit because we kind of get to be our own decider what we think exactly is happening within the movie. Uh, so we don't 100% know what's going on with the with kind of the borders between the United States and Mexico and Canada. Obviously, these countries seem to be a lot more locked down for some reason. I, we assume it's probably due to the mutant problem. So we learn a little bit more at the end of the movie with the admittance of like that corn syrup and stuff like that. But uh, they, they, they talk a lot about this adamantium bullet in the movie where Wolverine talks about he's going to use it to possibly, you know, commit suicide out on the open water because, he th you know, he I guess he knows that this bullet is the only thing that can kill him. I don't believe this bullet, this magic bullet, I guess, has popped up anywhere else in the X-Men uh, universe. Yeah. Origins, origins. The adamantium bullets erases his memories. Uh, okay, well, uh, well, apparently it didn't. It, it was and, supposed and, to kill him, also. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they did. Um, they were supposed to, but they they hit him in the parts that were non-lethal. Well, uh, and if well, he's not healing, it'd be the only thing that could kill him. So, 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 so I guess anyway, my my theory is when we get to the when we see this Logan in this movie, we know he's being very self-harming. He's just drinking a ton. You know, he's like staying up late, not sleeping. You know, uh, he, you know, he's just doing whatever he can just to kind of maybe punish himself. So my theory is maybe he feels really guilty for not being able to save all of his friends, losing all the X Men. Maybe there's survivor's guilt. Maybe he's just uh, mm -hmm. not only is he mad and sad that he's outlived all of these people. Maybe he served in the war with like World War Two and stuff. But he's also sad that he's outlived all of his friends at the X Men mansion, probably the one of the few places he's ever like felt. You know, at home. So I'm and, thinking that, and I'm he think remembers Apocalypse uh, or Days of Future Past completely. Both, yeah, both timelines. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Uh, my theory is because he goes to that doctor in that small town and he says, "There's something in you that's like killing you. You know, you need to go." get it like checked out or something. So we don't really know what it is. We don't know if it's necessarily all of the adamantium coating his bones but it, it, it seems like there's something inside of him maybe like a shard of adamantium maybe more adamantium bullets that are inside of him that i think maybe in the past if he was a, of a healthy mind you know before he lost all of his friends and family he would have just removed those bullets and just returned to being the no, normal wolverine but i think maybe at some point in time in the past he was injured internally and just decided to leave it inside of himself you know you know he's he's never wished for death before until now so now i guess he's maybe finally found a way out he's finally found a way to kind of like punish himself and like i guess slowly die and slowly age and it seems like he's kind of going to culminate of ending his life alongside of xavier out on the open water so i'm thinking maybe that's what's inside of him hurting himself and it makes it i guess a little bit more intense knowing that he chooses to leave it inside of him but i don't know this just kind of wraps around to this crazy fan theory that i had of like oh maybe if uh Maybe if they wanted to end this movie on like a happier note, you know, maybe when he was impaled by that giant tree at the end of the movie, I was thinking maybe that would have forced the adamantium out of his body or something, the shard or whatever, and then he would have slowly healed while he was buried alive. But I'm glad they ended up going the route that they were because, I mean, did you just listen to everything that I said? Did you hear all I, that mental gymnastics I had to make just to somehow I, keep him alive at the end of the movie? I did, and I mean, you're just assuming a lot here, so uh, like that there's well, actually they, something in him. Well, that's... they leave a lot up to the assumption in this movie. You know, they don't over-explain things, which is good because that happens a lot in superhero movies. So a lot of it I, I is think, open. Did to you go to the bathroom? Did you go to the bathroom at all? Because they obviously they specifically say it's the adamantium poisoning him. Like, 
Well, I, yeah, but that could still be an adamantium bullet. And also, but that's the thing. Like, we have a long lineage and history of uh, of Wolverine from the comic books and the other movies. And this is the first time that that's really ever come up that the adamantium would actually, you know, physically be killing him, like sending him dead. I could see it maybe being making him weaker, but, you know, we're actually seeing him progressively age over time to where it seems like he's weak enough to actually be killed. You know, I, I, I just think it's because the the most recent thing that you can think of, you know, of Wolverine dying was literally that comic that they made of the death of Wolverine. And he's like literally like covered in a cast of adamantium. Like, you know, that's pretty dramatic way to kill off Wolverine. And, you know, it's just not quite as dramatic in this movie. It's just more of a slowly battering him down until there's literally there's nothing left inside of him to really keep on moving. So I think there's I think there does still leave uh, more to be interpreted. I, I'm actually I'm gonna disagree completely. It's the adamantium encasing on his bones is poisoning him. So figuring out he's shot or got something in him is just that's pulling shit out of thin air. So <laughs> uh, I it he does everything that came from this is you know adamantium poisoning that is pulled from the comics as well. Uh, I I I just don't see it being anything else. So I don't know what, what did Quentin think. Well, I mean, he he seemed to overall like the movie. Um, I mean, like, what's well, his theory? You, you you said you theorized with him. Oh, right? I mean, he seemed he seemed to be kind of on on board with it. Um, it just seems to be like you can't. I don't, I don't think we can definitively know just because, uh, unfortunately, this awesome movie comes at the end of this very fractured X Men universe where we don't really know where to place this Wolverine, which is a little unfortunate because he's, he's had such an amazing tenure over uh, the years playing this awesome character. And then when we finally send him off, we're not really sure what universe he existed in. So, or what timeline. So mm -hmm. I, I, so that's a little unfortunate, but um, I'm just glad they didn't do the, the, the slow little rock shake at the end. It seems like he's definitively done and out of bounds, but um, I, I mean, does that kind of bring us back around to what we think is going to be happening with the future of all these characters that we met? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we totally can. I, I think so. This is where it gets really tricky because <laughs> a Fox doesn't care about continuity, as we just learned from Logan. And this, mm -hmm. you know, this whole spiel is we don't know where this movie exists, what timeline this is. If you were to tell someone to watch the X Men movies, where would you put them? I have no idea where I'd put this. Mm -hmm. Is it a Days of Future Past timeline? Is it a separate thing? Uh, but I think, you know, one of those characters could possibly be Cable, um, the one who has the telekinetic powers. They could pull one of the – they could pull these kids to be Cable rather than making a, a child of uh, Scott Summers. Mm -hmm. um, they could do that. Uh, I don't think we'll ever – I don't think we'll see him again. I think I don't think we'll see any of these characters again. Maybe X-23 because this movie is kicking the box office's ass, like, all mm -hmm. over the place. So, um I don't think we'll see – I think this is – I don't know if we'll see anything from this again except possibly X-23. And my theory, again, like I said last week, is Cable brings X-23 back to the pat, back to the current timeline of movies. Yeah, I don't, it's just – it's weird because like – so if we didn't already know this new Mutants movie was being made and kind of already know what the cast is going to be um, and what timeline it's being set in, which, you know, is kind of current day um, – 
you know, it makes me think that this would have been a good setup to like a new mutants movie. I mean, literally Xavier said new mutants in this movie. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes you think, you know, Oh, I hear X-Men and they're making a new mutants movie. Obviously this dovetails into it perfectly. That's doesn't really seem to be the case. And it's a shame to think that that Daphne Keene might be wasted here and she's not going to be able to reprise her role as X-23 just because she was really fun in that movie. But at the same time, she's like, what, like 11, 12 years old at, at most, I believe. So, uh, you know, if you sign her on to a couple movie contract, you know, I think ultimately we want to see that badass X-23 that's, you know, like an older teenager, you know, that's like fully grown and just like developed and just like ready to kick ass and have like real kind of like, uh, like dialogue and acting roles. And, so and train just... and, and like actual training to fight rather than yeah. just feral attempts. Yeah, exactly. So, so what, I mean, if you kind of sign her on like a three movie contract, she might finally kind of be around that age during the last movie. You know, it almost makes me think like, is this just maybe they're introducing us to the, this character and then they'll recast her older. I don't know. It's just so weird to have this definitive ending to two gigantic X-Men characters like Professor X and Wolverine. And then we're kind of left to to wonder what's going to happen to these other people. So I don't know. Is I hope Daphne Keene has a, has a, a wonderful career, maybe moving forward with something else, but it's really hard to imagine her organically showing up in the X-Men universe. Mm -hmm, you exactly. Know? It's especially since, so I think Cable is going to be great for time travel, you know, in the Deadpool universe, because they can just kind of make fun of it and poke fun at, at the different kind of yes. things that you can do with it. But it just seems like Daphne Keene belongs in the serious, dramatic X-Men universe. And if just Cable's just throwing her back there, you know, it just, I'd, it'd be hard to take seriously. So I guess that's why I say I just don't see any sort of like sequel or even spiritual sequel happening to this movie. So... I guess if, huh. if Daphne Keene ends up being the collateral damage, I guess that's really unfortunate. Well, I, w I would love I would love to feel that you're correct, but Fox doesn't make <laughs> smart decisions all the time. Uh -huh. And if there's money to be made and Logan makes too much money, that's going to cause a problem for that because they would they would do it. They would find some way to do it. They have Simon Kinberg over there. He is their little bitch. He will do whatever they say. They're like, <laughs> we need a sequel to Apocalypse that does the Dark Phoenix stuff. Okay, well... I'll do it. It's kind of like thing. So I feel like if it makes too much money, we're we're gonna get a sequel, and this it could be trash. Uh, I mean, what I do agree. you call it? Do you call it like Young Mutants or something like that, or Preteen Mutants? Because uh, New Mutants is already taken. So and then what? So there is there a possibility that there's gonna be three concurrent groups of I, I I guess four. You know, you could have X Force, you could have new mutants, you could have these uh new reboot this X Men Supernova movie, uh you could have the X Men T V series and you could also have these these Canadian X Men that are that are escaping Alpha the piano. That's that's five. That's five group of X Men. I can't keep track of any of that, man. Well if this if these mutants go to Canada, I don't think this timeline has any chance of living because there are no mutants being born across the world. Uh, all that would be left are these genetically modified ones, and I don't think that makes that would make a good movie at all. Um, I think this this one is done, but they would find a way. Like we got to send these mutants back in time to warn them about the poisoning kind of deal. Uh, too uh, much time travel, man. Exactly. They opened up the door on Days of Future Past, and everyone loves Days of Future Past, but I don't like it because <laughs> of that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where the next one goes, and I don't. I, I, I worry that they will try to if it makes too much money. Again, like that's that's all I've been that's 
really all I can think of here. Like, I don't want them to go somewhere else, but we could see a 90s movie. We could see a Deadpool slash X-Force movie. Um, we don't know where New Mutants is going to fall under, and God forbid if they make a fourth one and set in the future here of these uh, <laughs> mutants created from the DNA of, of dead X-Men. So, oh my gosh, just I just can't keep track of it all. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I thought I thought I know I thought overall this movie, you know, I don't usually put like numbers or stars on it or something like that. But I think a solid four out of five would be fair. I mean, my I don't really have any sort of metrics going on that, but I, I would watch this movie again. Um, I, you know, it was, it was pretty emotional and I, I thought that's kind of what we needed to, to see uh, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman off. You know, it was really awesome to kind of see him feral and primal at the very end, just kind of running through the forest and just like really killing people off and with that, uh, green goo, uh, green goo power juice and <laughs> coursing through his veins. But, um, uh, it, it's hard to say if this movie could have been magnitudes better. So, uh, I thought it, I thought it was great and. I just I know there's I know there's people out there saying oh he would play Wolverine again if he was in the Marvel universe or oh he might pop up maybe in a Deadpool movie and they just explain it with a one-off joke but I I kind of hope this is it for him you know I I just need uh I just need to go cold turkey with uh Logan uh uh with w- the Wolverine's character and I don't know bring him back in 6 years or something I think maybe 6 years would be enough time until we kind of, you know, reboot the X-Men again and bring us a fresh Wolverine. Well, I'd like to think so, but it's been 17 years that they're still using that. We did lose our longest two running cast members in this movie. And if I was to rank it again, I'm three, three and a half. Like, I mean, I I feel like I'm coming off harsh against this movie, but I'm not. Uh, I think the last third is not as strong as it could have been, and I really needed a good ending for this movie to, to, to do that for me. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm very, I'm not very far behind you. I feel in terms of quote unquote scores that we don't normally give, you know? Uh, um, but I'm three, three and a half, like I said, six or seven out of 10 movies. Um, I did enjoy the different locales. I enjoyed, you know, the setups at the beginning, like, um, as much as I don't like that Wolverine essentially was neutered the whole time, like, oh, I'm dying. And that was pretty much the premise of the last movie is I'm being, I'm dying, the whole time, I, I still think he did a great job, like showing like he has to be a limo driver during the day. Caliban is there with him, and uh, he's taking care of Xavier. Uh, my, I honestly, my ending to this movie would have been they that he gets the Sunseeker boat and gets to f- drive off into the ocean, and that's the last we see of him. Yeah, like, you that wanted w- to, wanted a little bit more of an ambiguous ending. Well, not even ambiguous. I just wanted a happy ending for Wolverine because. Mm-hmm. He never get he never gets one in any of the movies, like <laughs> none of the movies he's been in. He has he had a happy ending. If, oh, if poor, you think of poor poor Wolverine man, poor he's always it's, get- <laughs> it's not old man Logan. This is poor man Logan. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's get it right here. Uh, so at the end of the day, I mean, yes, it was good. I had a great time. I saw an IMAX 2D. They didn't offer an IMAX 3D. I was very impressed with that that choice. By the way, yeah, uh, I hope that catches on because I really want to see more IMAX non 3D movies. But mm-hmm. I feel I feel like the, maybe the best way to end this spoiler cast is just to to reach out and ask for listeners. You know, let us know what you guys thought. I'm really curious to see maybe how many people lean maybe towards your way, how many people are leaning towards uh, my way. But mm-hmm. I think I think you, your rose colored glasses theory more than often does kind of hold true so i think we'll revisit this movie when it uh, comes yeah. out digitally and we'll kind of let <laughs> you know on our normal um uh news episodes of superhero slate how it kind of held up a couple months later but 
uh, overall, I just want to say uh, congratulations to Jackman for the yeah. the uh, tremendous amount of dedication that you've that you've put into this uh, this character, and um, you made all of us nerds happy. And also for uh, Patrick Stewart, I mean. Playing the best yeah. Xavier, he was literally born for that role. I think even more than <laughs> Hugh Jackman, even more than Hugh Jackman was born to play a Wolverine. So um, it's sad to see him go, but uh, I- I'm I- I'm glad at least they went out on this instead of like going out like on Days of Future Past or going out on like uh, Apocalypse or, or mm-hmm. whatever last movie that they were in. So uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not just congratulations, but I guess a big thank you to them for that as well. Uh, sticking with it till the end until they got something done that they wanted to do. And uh, judging by the Rotten Tomato scores in the box office, like it's it's going to be held a- as a memorable film for years to come. So uh-huh. uh, I don't I don't think anyone's going to have any bad taste in their mouth uh, af- after this. So uh, yeah, I agree. So that's that's about it. Um, I didn't get to mention this at the top that we never we usually talk about our movie going experiences. I had a broken chair in my theater. That I said in the whole time. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> because at my theater, we reserve the seats, right? You pick the seats, mm-hmm. and well, when you pick your seats and the chair's broken, you can't just move over one. Yeah, you're stuck with it. <laughs> so we went and I, I talked to the. I was like, "Hey, there's a chair broken in here," and he went and looked at the theater, and he's like, "Well, there's no more two seats available unless you want to sit in the very front." And I'm like, "I'm not sitting in the front row of an IMAX." Like, <laughs> okay, I'll just sit in this broken chair. Um, because cause my wife sat in it first, and I'm like, no, I'll sit in it. It's fine. Um, and then we got free movie tickets out of it. But um, nice. I'm glad. I'm glad they compensated you. Yeah. You, so you, the, you were you were a gentleman, and you fell on the sword for your wife. So well, what's also you, funny you were, is you're the truth. Two, two, not not beside. It's not the guy beside me, but two seats on him. No, those people didn't show up for the theater at all. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, why, why, why do these people do this to me? But anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to mention like I, that was. That was my theater going experience on this, and it does not. I don't think it tainted my viewing experience, but I just wanted. To, I just thought it was funny. Well, so, good. Uh, in the meantime, Mike, if people want to um, see it, your drawings of Wolverine, do you have any drawings of Wolverine or Logan? You know, yeah, I don't. I I don't think I do, but I think I got some of some other Marvel characters. But if they want to catch, if they want to catch any of that stuff, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram, and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, I'm sure you have a, a Wolverine pop vinyl, maybe even the Logan exclusive pop vinyl. I don't even know if they made that, but uh, if if people want to see, maybe if you're if you got that on your shelf, where can they follow you? You can find me on, on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, and uh, they actually make a pop called Logan, but it's like just more of like a Wolverine and a t-shirt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got the one, the Weapon X pop this week for, for um, if you remember in Apocalypse, Hugh Jackman with the helmet on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, I actually picked up that one this week. It was, uh, it was released at Target, so... Um, but that you can also read stuff on Comic UI or listen to my other uh, show about film, Filmside Chats, so... There's always that. If people are listening to us for the first time and think one of us is crazy, because normally we agree on movies, a very very straightforward. Like, yes, we agree. Good job. Uh, <laughs> this one was a little more, a little little more different. Uh, we had different opinions here. But if people are listening to us for the first time, and they want to hear more about what we do, our, our regular news show. Where can they find those at? Well, as always, you can follow us at superheroslate.com. That is the best place to find all of our uh, show notes. And it is the best place to find all the ways that we host our show. We are on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get us right in your email inbox every week. 
can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram. And you can uh, pick up some Superhero Slate merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. Maybe get a nice little t-shirt over there. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review, a comment, a, a subscribe, a like, a thumbs up, a plus. I don't even know what Google Plus does anymore. Uh, but if we're over there and you want to do that, uh, we really appreciate that. And if you're a super fan of the show, all you got to do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every uh, week. There you go. We did it. <laughs> Yay. So um, we've, we've seen Logan. We've done all the, the X-Men movies up to this far. Ten of them. Ten of them. So um, uh, if you want to hear more about the Deadpool 2 teaser that ran before the show, listen to our regular uh, weekly show this week. And, uh, uh-huh. and, uh, and we'll catch you, I guess, next week on that one. Our next spoiler cast should be Iron Fist in a couple weeks. Yeah, that's uh, right. So stay tuned in uh, March for that one. Cool. Sounds good. So we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. You you missed the mark. I did.